Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, my friends. The podcast that has one thing in common with Tan Sri Michelle Yeoh. We're both award winners. <laughs> Same level. That's right. Um, unlike Tan Sri Michelle Yeoh, we are past our prime. Sorry to disappoint you, Tan Sri. Today in the House of Pod, we have Nicholas John. Hello, hello. And Mifzal Malik. Yo! Karami Kamil isn't here. He is so past his prime, he's no longer a prime number. Um, I am two times past my prime, Faisal America, and yes, I am that old. Uh, today, let's talk about Liverpool and Manchester United again, because apparently, according to the stats, that's our most favorite, uh, most listened to topic. Now, after last weekend, fans of both clubs have a new type of rivalry. Which team had the most frustrating results? First up for Liverpool, they had the early Saturday kickoff. Uh, they were in fine form after demolishing Man United 7-0. And at the weekend, uh, they had to travel to relegation-threatened Bournemouth, a team that they thrashed 9-0 at Anfield earlier this season. So you might think it'll be a walk in the park. But you'd be wrong. Uh, Liverpool lost 1-0 with Mo Salah missing a penalty. Uh, I think I said in the last episode that I saw this results coming i was expecting it but boy was it still disappointing yes it was disappointing uh, especially since they were going up against the team with the worst defensive record in the league and after salah's heroics against united uh, where he became liverpool's all-time uh, top scorer in the league you thought he'd at least add a goal or two to his tally but uh, like you said very disappointing for the reds not just in attack but also in defense uh, where they allowed bournemouth uh, to score the winner. So uh, I, I think this result is especially disappointing because they showed against United what they are capable of doing. You know, they were organized, creative, ruthless in attack. The, the, the Liverpool of old, mm -hmm. you know, that, that, that we all have, have come to know. Uh, but instead of repeating all of that, these qualities were missing. Uh, against Bournemouth. And the thing is, it could, could come back to bite them later on because they are currently trying to break into the top four. Mm -hmm. And it's a very close fight. Uh, only six points separate the Reds from Tottenham in fourth. So they can't afford to be dropping points like this. You know, we, we've got a, a bit of a break uh, coming up for the FA Cup and international fixtures. Mm -hmm. After that, uh, when they get back to EPL action, Liverpool have to travel to Man City and then they also have a trip to Chelsea and all that before they're at home against Arsenal. So uh, these are two massive games on the road coming up and their away record has not been good. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken, three wins in 13 away uh, yep. league, league games this season. Uh, I've seen a lot of fan reactions. They're actually blaming the away kit. It's like United's the grey the, the the, 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 the the kit. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with the kit? You want to tell him the story? Well, okay, back in, what, what is it, the late 90s yeah, or, or yeah. something, United had this grey... Third kit. Third kit. And in this particular season, every time they play in the third kit, they lose. But but this is not... Liverpool's mm. third kit is not a no, grey uh, one, right? This is, this is their um, main away kit. Right, but... Oh, but it's not it, grey. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not grey. Yeah, in United's case, right? Um, wasn't it at halftime? Uh, yeah. Just, just said, screw it. Let's just. We are changing jerseys, and they changed jerseys like at halftime, uh -huh. and they came on and got a draw after that, if I'm not mistaken. Can you do that? It's, it's Fergie. It's Fergie. It's Fergie. Come on. <laughs> so yeah, it, it may be the jinx of the jersey. <laughs> anyway, Liverpool remain in sixth place, uh, six points off the top four. 
Moving on to Manchester United, Red Devils fans also have a good reason to be disappointed. After thrashing Real Betis 4-1 in the Europa League, they followed it up with a goalless draw against Southampton. United ended the game with 10 men after Casemiro was sent off for the second time this season. Mm-hmm. What was it like? Um, eight years without a red card or something like that? It, 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 almost almost nine years plus without a straight red. Mm-hmm. And then now he's been sent off twice in half a season, just a little bit over half a season. Within a month, right? Um, yeah, it was, it was very, very close, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, th- this game, it was a mix of... It was a mix of United not taking their chances and a series of like inconsistent refereeing. Like... If you watched the game, you would have been frustrated entirely with the ref mm-hmm. from the start to finish. Um, there were a lot of decisions that I feel clearly... Okay, I ha- I have to just say that clearly okay. United, United deserved one penalty at least. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they had, they had they one deserve to score one goal yeah. at least. Mm-hmm. And um, with, this, with the current circumstances, I feel like that match will affect a lot of things. Okay, so basically you're saying the ref was like a VAR official bad. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even bother with VAR. There there was a clear handball in the penalty area. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if if you check the VAR and deem it as, okay, no handball, then that's a different story. That's one thing. But you didn't even bother giving VAR a chance. So Mm -hmm. what kind of message are you you trying to send? Yeah. the, the the dropped points is is one thing, but I think the bigger repercussion of this game is Casemiro's red card and, mm, and yeah. his subsequent suspension. Because I think in terms of the points, uh, yeah, no, no, nobody expects United to ch- challenge for the title, except mm. the most maybe the most delusional <laughs> United <Me>. supporters. <laughs> Me. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think the points is is one thing, but to lose Casemiro, I think. That that will will hurt them in the long run. Now he's he's going to miss miss uh, four games if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. That one additional uh, yeah. ban because it's his second red card. So yeah, that that's going to sting. Now, um, as you said, um, because it's his uh, second consecutive straight red, um, his punishment is a four-match suspension. From what I've read, United won't even lodge an appeal because they don't want to risk his ban being extended if they uh, actually lose. So the four games he'll miss are Fulham in the FA Cup and EPL matches against the Newcastle, Brentford and Everton. Yeah. On paper, not so bad, but... J- just like how Southampton on paper was supposed to be an easy win. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, okay, look okay. at what okay. happened so, there. So without Casemiro, mm. how much will Casemiro be missed? Oh my god, United looks so lost without Casemiro, if I'm being honest. Yeah. If I'm mm. being really honest. Yeah. It's a whole different team. So I, I these games... It doesn't matter whether it's Fulham in the FA Cup or Brentford or Everton. It, I, I, we're going to see a completely different United side unless Ten Hag can curate the team in a way to make it look seamless without him. But we've seen previously no, from different of the games it, it, that it's not going to happen. Yeah, it doesn't work. I think that, that that's the, the fact like, that United play better with Casemiro in the team and they're far less effective without him. Um, and, and we touched on this, right, in, in one of our earlier shows they need to learn how to play with Casemiro or without Casemiro mm-hmm. because it's very worrying when you rely so much on one player yes. and then he gets suspended or he gets injured and that's it. Everything just gets messed up. And it doesn't help that Christian Eriksen is, is who is supposedly the, the deputy mm-hmm. uh, that, that he's yet to return from his injury layoff as well. So yeah, we're put, p- potential trouble for United. 
Okay, as it stands, United are in third place in the table behind leaders Arsenal and Man City. Arsenal spent their weekend beating Fulham 3-0. City, 1-0 victory over Crystal Palace. In fourth place are Tottenham, who had a shock 3-1 win over Nottingham Forest. How you, <laughs> wait, how, why is that a shock to you? Because it's, it's Tottenham. Spurs. Spurs. <laughs> a Spurs win is a shock. You don't see them winning any game. <laughs> It's Spurs. It's I'm, I'm, a joke. <laughs> Why am I so triggered? I'm a United fan. <laughs> Fifth place, Newcastle. 2-1 winners over Wolves. Chelsea beat 10-man Leicester 3-1. Leeds and Brighton drew 2-all. Everton had a 1-0 win over Brentford. West Ham and Aston Villa drew 1-all. Now in midweek, we have the uh, second leg fixtures of the uh, Champions League last 16. Man City host RB Leipzig with the aggregate scoreline currently at one all. City are at home, so surely they will get through and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> well, Shirley, um, th- this is one of those matches I think where the form book says one thing, but then reality could turn out quite different. Uh, look, City, we know they're a very good side, especially at the Etihad. But if there's one thing that can prevent City from advancing in the Champions League, it's Man City, <laughs> you know? Man City in the Champions yeah, League. Yeah, they're notorious for, for tripping over themselves when it matters most in Europe. Yeah, the PSG uh, of yeah. the so, I'm not saying it's going to happen here, but Leipzig on their day can be quite tricky opponents. Um, And also Pep Guardiola, if I'm not mistaken, in his uh, pre-match comments, he said that his success as a Man City manager at the end of everything, when all is said and done, his success will be measured by City's success in Europe, whether they Mm -hmm. win a Champions League or not. And it's almost as if he's piling on the pressure on himself. Mm -hmm. And I hope he doesn't jinx it. Maybe, maybe. City should be more like Real, you know, mm. uh, in the sense that they sacked Capello for winning the league but not getting the Champions, Champions League trophy. League. Yeah, because that becomes it's kind of like PSG's case. Mm. The Champions League becomes the the new KPI because the mm. league, you know, yeah. you, you, that 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 makes sense. So City, you may want to consider this <laughs> because okay, you're speaking as Liverpool and Manchester United fans. Sometimes we want to see Pep gone. <laughs> I may live to regret those words. Um, also, we have Liverpool travelling to Real Madrid, hoping to overturn a 5-2 defeat from the first leg. Uh, look, it's Real. It'll be a monumental task to claim a three-goal victory at Anfield, right? But this will be at the Bernabeu. So will it be Bernabai-bye Liverpool? I'm claiming it now. Bye-bye Liverpool. There's <laughs> no way, no way at all that I can mm. see them win. I, I, I can't... Okay, realistically, I can't see them score more, in, more than... One. Well, I was gonna, say, I was gonna give them a chance to say two, but mm. I, I, I think one is no because it is Bernabeu. It's... Yeah. No, you see, if you had asked me immediately after they beat United seven nil mm. with that kind of performance, I would have said that they can at least come away with, like Mivsel said, a one or two goal win from this particular match. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. but, but then after what we saw against Bournemouth, mm. even that, I think now is a bit of a stretch. I think this. Last 16 tie is over. Mm-hmm. You know, Real are going through. What we, we need to see now is just a case of what the scoreline is going to be for the second leg. As for the Europa League, uh, Manchester United pretty much assured of reaching the quarterfinals. They Don't jinx f- it. They've got a 4-1 advantage over Real Betis uh, ahead of the second leg tie. And um, as Nick said, let's not jinx it, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> They're going to win! United are through and all the way to the final. <laughs> 
Arsenal versus Sporting Lisbon is still wide open. They are currently 2-all on aggregate. And don't forget, you can catch this week's European action live on Astro. As for badminton fans, the All-England Championship starts today. It's today, right? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Please hold while we double-check. Yeah, yeah, today. We'll be talking more about it in the next episode if our players do well otherwise <laughs> we're pretending it Fing- fingers crossed Think, um, Zija is playing tomorrow at the time we're recording yeah tomorrow oh okay first and last game in that <laughs> tournament well I mean <laughs> if we look at the pattern the only coach he has right will be the coach back to the airport oh <laughs> well that wraps it up for this edition of the Potball Sportscast hopefully thanks. that doesn't wrap it up for us <laughs> <laughs> thanks for tuning in and thanks to our long-suffering producer Noura for dealing with our crap uh, I am Faisal American I'm Nicholas John and I am Mivzal Malik see you next time